0: where are you based
1: I'm, I'm i'm on the gold coast in uh, australia mate yeah
0: i know australia that i knew but then i i don't know exactly where okay cool okay
1: have you been here let me just turn this up a little bit uh have you been to australia before no,
0: I think we're going to visit. First time, going to tour there. It's supposed to be April. So I'm waiting on a confirmation for that, but we, we're supposed to be there in April.
1: Right? Hey, that's so. cool, man. Are you guys yeah. meant to be just coming by yourselves or you come with another band or what's, what? or is it? We spot. usually
0: do everything by ourselves. So uh, I know, you know, our label is uh, Australian White Thing Records. That's right. And I think they they are organizing it. So, uh, yeah. But I think we re- very rarely toured with another band, actually. So there you go. Uh, I think there's not many bands that would be a fit. I think. I, I think. except Except Australian bands, actually.
1: That is kind of true. I was gonna say that that's in my notes that you you guys are very different from everything out there, and I think I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Mate, it's a, it's good to have you on the show. Thanks for hanging out.
0: Great, great. Happy to be here.
1: The the million dollar question though, you asked me before where I am, but where are you, buddy? Like this is are you in a right hotel?
0: Now Exactly. In Madrid. We just played Madrid yesterday, and uh, yeah, <laughs> here we are. Off your luck, brother.
1: Surprising.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's great. You know, we've been touring ever since we released the album in October, and we're on the road constantly. So uh, yesterday was Madrid. It was great. And I didn't drink because I knew I had the interview this morning, so uh, we, we could have partied because it was real a very nice uh, event, very 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 good night. And uh, but here I am fresh. It's morning for for me, but yeah. it's uh, obviously what uh, early evening.
1: Yeah, seven thirty at night here. So I'm the one Don't that ruined you. your fun.
0: no you're the one who kept me alive
1: i'll keep you alive you don't know what happens what stays on tour is that what goes on tour stays on tour is that the
0: the the truth is that we are very serious you know yeah because honestly the thing is you know at some point when when you're in your 30s you ask yourself the question uh why do i do this for her is it for the rock and roll or is it for the music? And the answer was so clear, it's for the music and I want to do this all my life. So you work your asses off, you travel, you sometimes try five, six hours, you carry the gear, you do all that, <coughs> a lot of work and it's <clears throat> it's difficult. For that, for, okay, we play two hours a night, but for most bands it's one hour on stage every night. And you want to ruin this, by getting drunk before playing, or even, you know, or not being in full shape to, 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 to give a good performance. And no, I don't think we want to do that. So we want to enjoy that moment. And uh, that's why I think it's very important for us, especially with the tour schedule we have, mm. to be in good shape. So we actually don't drink that much, maybe once a week, you know, but uh, mostly we have to drive ourselves. We have to. We do everything ourselves, so uh, we have to be very serious. So,
1: yeah. I'm with you there, brother. Like whenever I play yeah. a show, look, look, I'll have one or two, just to yeah. get the you know get loosened up a little bit. Then after that, it's usually hitting the waters because I've I've got to stand at the merch desk, or <laughs> I've got to like drive an hour. home. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's not. There's no hotel rooms. That- with TV's getting thrown out. You know.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's the old days, which I think, you know, and also you have to learn from rock and roll history, you know, most guys, they died or they became very depressed, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, I think we're, you know, when we grew up, when I grew up, I was like looking up there, you know, oh, that's rock and roll. That's how it should be. And actually, that's not that fun if you think about it. And uh, it's not realistic also. And I think Playing to a full room with 200 people and seeing the people, I don't honestly see playing a stadium. What apart from the money, what what more it will bring me personally or the audience? You Mm. know, having that proximity, seeing the people. uh, Okay, it can be a bit bigger, but it wouldn't make me happier. So in the end, you know. With time, I learned to to change what the dream is. The dream was, you know, when, when you look at your idols, you're like, ah, oh, you know, if I don't make it that way, uh, I will be kind of, uh, I will have failed. But actually, the dream is just being able to, perf- to do your own music and actually have our own rehearsal, uh, actually recording studio, so we can do whatever we want. We have something maybe that other bands that were very successful didn't have. We are completely independent. So yeah, I think nowadays a band has to change the mindset in 100%, general.
1: Hundred yeah. percent. No, I, I think about that a lot, man. Um, you know, yeah. back in the day people romanticize the you know, the the party lifestyle of touring, but you know, you get a little older, you're like, Man, I just want gear that works. I just yeah. want to, man, I just yeah. want to You know, play those shows and as you said, see the people and and interact because I swear I've said it many times. If you could bottle that feeling, you'd make billions of dollars, man. If you could put that in a bottle, it's like the greatest thing in the world. Well, you know, you know, you play a show, it's the best high you'll ever get. And I guess it's the worst come down because you get post. I don't know if you do. That's probably why you hit the road. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The post gig blues are a real fucking thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, oh. yeah,
0: and that's why that's why we're always on tour. <laughs> you know, because and that's that's also the sad thing is whenever we go home, I feel alone. Mm. Everything goes so fast on tour, and you get to know to meet so many people, uh, and all these emotions very intense. Everything's very intense, and then you go home. You have no friends left because you've been on tour for your for years, for months and months. So you just you're everything's very slow, and yeah, that's the post tour trauma. Yeah, yep. that's it. Yeah, and all of a sudden you know, and also you feel useless because when you're on tour, when you know you bring something to the people, and then you're home, and actually you're like, okay, what is my life about again? <laughs> you know, yeah, I that's know true. the feeling, guys.
1: Oh man, it sucks. Although, like, I've got a wife and kids and, and that's so, so, like, I, I, for me, it's finding the balance between, yeah, but, yeah. um, which, which, you know, which is tricky being creative, you know, being a creative person, it can sometimes be the monster that takes over so it's a bit too much and yeah, yeah. balance that reality. It's very addictive, as you know, but, um, yeah. man, it is, it is the best thing in the world. And I, I, I think looking at what you guys have done over the years it's it's incredible i mean you you're independent you know and your labels down well you, you're releasing through a wild thing um it just seems like over the last couple of years you you guys have been doing it for a long time but over the last couple of years you've got this traction happening and and it's it's hitting global now i mean how do you feel about that
0: i think i i really love our journey because You know, many bands I look at... We had a very difficult time coming from Switzerland Mm because no one's going to trust you, you know? Even in Switzerland, they will trust foreign bands. Bands, you you don't realize, because you're from Australia, but you have the good logo next to your band name. Australia, UK, US. That's first tier. Then second tier is like Sweden. You know, there's a few countries that are okay. And then I think we are tier four or five, Switzerland because nothing ever came out of Switzerland. I think worse than us could be like Italian or uh, Czech Republic or, I don't know, Thai band. I don't know. But Swiss band, you know, we had the experience, we experienced this several times. We toured like, we were in France a few years ago and we played Paris where we had played before and we had fans. But I remember an Australian band was playing, they were unknown. Even in Australia, they put them as headline, as us as a support. And they were actually right, because a lot of people who came to the show, they came there because they felt like, oh, I've been to Australia, and this, this is gonna remind me of Australia. Ah. So we had our fans, but a lot of people came out because they were like, oh, Australia. And each time the guy said, well, back then when I was in Melbourne in 2021, uh, everybody was like, whoa, they, they don't speak English in France. So they just heard Melbourne and they were like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could say anything. Yeah. So, so, so what I wanted to say, this is just a little anecdote, um, just for fun. But what I wanted to say is, I love our journey because it was difficult. No one trusted us. So we had, it's it actually a proof of the purity of the music, is we stayed together even without being any successful. And what we did, we knew how difficult it was to get out of Switzerland. So what we did, we were like, okay, we have to make something different than the others. So we locked ourselves in a rehearsal room for like 10 years, rehearsing every day, four or five hours. Pleasure for sure, but we also had always vision. And we were like, okay, we'll get there. Just, uh, we trusted ourselves and, uh, then once we found our style or genre that now men describe as different, as you mentioned before, we were like, okay, now we're ready, let's tour. Because again, in Switzerland, there's no scene. So we started touring, like, for example, the UK, playing anywhere, like toilets. If if that's what they offered us, that's what we would play. pay for zero people, then two, then five, then ten, doing it very seriously every night. And that's to me the poetry behind it is that we kept doing it because we love it and we gave everything every night and now that things are happening way better now um we actually appreciate every moment and i think that if you're 20 years old and you are given everything like some some bands from the uk you know they they release a good single Mm -hmm. they get played by the bbc because that's their local radio so they become global very fast, even be, we know some of the bands that opened for us in the UK, not, not even known in the UK, they play festivals in Switzerland where we we're not invited because they got the BBC logo or played by BBC. So the Swiss people, they're like, oh, this is best. in the festival. And they these guys they open for us in the UK and they'll get festivals which we wouldn't get in our own mm-hmm. country. So we always have to prove everything twice, twice as much. But these guys who play these festivals and at are 20 years old and everything is given to them and they play amazing shows. And, and then they didn't even have to really develop their genre. So that's the danger. They think they, they're there already. And then when you have to work for real and do the real thing, oh, now we have to create music, then, you know, it's more difficult because mm-hmm. you already had something, a taste of it. And uh, that's why I think our journey is a very healthy journey, you know, mentally healthy, because everything you get, you had to work for. And you it makes you appreciate everything more. And now, you know, like yesterday, we had a sold-out show in, in Madrid on a Tuesday. We loved every second of it. And people keep telling us, guys, why do you play such small venues? You should be playing much bigger or whatever and i'm like you don't realize how happy we are with this if you knew where we come from yeah you know and, and we got that all over europe why don't you play bigger venues wow 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 and uh we we are like yeah thank you very much for the compliment. but we're like you don't realize how uh what what a relief it is already because this is the proof that all this time we weren't crazy because at some point you ask yourself okay we play every day. Nothing's happening. We've been playing for years. Is it just us that think our music is interesting or has something? And then, you know, now you get to prove and the proof is the people. Yes. So that's and, my explanation about how it feels. Yeah.
1: And to add to that, though, you, you say how you feel you appreciate it. There's the guys that that in their 20s and they, they release that song. They have the instant success. They go, bam. And then they're like, "Oh, well, this is it," you know. And they they get the tattoos on the face, and they get the thing, and they just think this is my life forever. And then it all comes crashing down, and they have mental breakdowns because they just don't know how to to cope with it, to cope with it, and and go back to some normal life or or anything because they've just gone. This is it. They've just got their blinders on. They haven't taken the the hard road and the steps. You know, uh, you know, as ACDC once said, man, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. And yeah, it's, yeah, it is it's very, very true. But I
0: think ACDC's way was still much shorter than ours. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and there was a lot more booze involved, I'm sure. But um, <laughs> of course, I yeah. mean, look, we're t- we're talking about your new album, Dreaming in Dystopia, and that came out last month. And uh it's been received really, really well globally. Um, you know, you're out there on the road. Have you got are you getting heaps of people coming up with their copies and going, oh, hey, can you sign it and getting their photos and things like that and hearing that that feedback firsthand? It must be pretty cool.
0: It's very cool. And um <clears throat> I I was a bit scared <clears throat> with this record because it's a different energy than what we've done before. Mm. It's we went different place. It's a bit quieter, and I was like, "All right, the guys who won the high, the, some of the fans, of course. Uh, I think people who l- like the sound Magnet know that you have to expect the unexpected." But uh, uh, but I, I always I still had some. some I wasn't sure exactly how it would come through. I knew it was, I loved it, but and we loved it, but how people were gonna um, take it, that I didn't know. And seeing the people who already know the songs, it's just been out a month, singing the choruses, you know, I never thought we had music you can sing along. And actually, I don't know, people <laughs> singing, singing along to a progressive 10 minute track, I found it very... <laughs> Very cool, you know. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um we also released the other album, the previous one, DSM3, just a year ago. Yeah. So it's really we are selling a lot of both. So uh and, and and most of them on the at the shows. I think people some people order, but because we're touring so much, they know that eventually they will be able to buy them from us and get them signed on the on the day of the show. And and we're still very accessible. So uh, Mm. uh, we spend an hour, if if it's needed, signing, taking photos. Man, sometimes the the, the Latin people, you need to do every combination. (laughs) Like, you know, there are four people. So now she wants a photo, then he wants a photo, then they want one together, then they want one only with me, one with the whole band. So it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So it's it's. It's funny, yeah. It's it's kind of fun. I, I don't know uh, if I think about myself, would I want my album to be signed by my idol? I don't know. I I I I think about the concept. What does it mean to have the signature of someone somewhere? You know, because I love music, yes. obviously. Meeting someone I like would be something, but having the signature, this is telling something about human nature i don't know what yet but it's kind of interesting apart from the value of it if you can sell it but obviously that's not the case but what does it exactly mean i find very fascinating you know that it's something everywhere football stars uh any sports stars actors musicians that concept of having someone's signature and valuing it's very interesting concept I found.
1: it is and it's weird and i'm one of those because i have a vinyl clay i man i, I don't know uh, there's something to me i've thinking i was like why did i do that but i kind of like because i wouldn't resell it i've recently got De- you know who devon townsend is
0: i uh, explain it to me then explain it to me i the don't feeling.
1: know i'm trying to figure it out myself but it's something that like when i pull the record out it's like um maybe it's connected to a memory you know, I wouldn't buy yeah. a record signed, and I wouldn't sell it. But there's something that it's like its like a stamp of approval. I don't even know. You've got me cooked. You've got me courted here, mate. I don't know.
0: I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just, you know, after signing know. so many of them, sometimes I ask myself, what does it mean? What does that that stamp, as you mentioned, what what does what does it mean you know but as you said maybe it's an exchange also with the with the artists it's a way of actually talking to the artist because that's obviously what the artist does so it's kind yes. of a code it's like clapping after a song
1: yes right? man i'm going to be thinking <laughs> all night i'm going to be lying awake all night going like why why do i do this why but it's kind of <laughs> It's fun, man. I don't know. There's something kind of cool about, you know, pulling a record out and you you put it on the turntable and you've got it sitting there and you're looking and, you, and it's got a little scribble on it with your name or something. It's it's it's. I can't explain it. You've got me stumped. Maybe
0: you know it puts it puts it, but 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 it's interesting as you as you are explaining it. Maybe it humanizes the record. Yeah. Yeah. And I always had, um, I I like records. I'm a CD person because I I grew up Mm -hmm. with CDs, you know, uh, in the late 90s. And um, already there, you know, I didn't have the artist in front of me. But having the object in my hands, I kind of established a personal connection, even if it was uh, just in my mind. I established Mm -hmm. a personal connection with with the physical object and, hence the artist. And maybe with that additional it becomes even more real. So maybe that's it. Yeah.
1: I think so. Unless they're jerks. And then you're like, Oh man, it's such a <laughs> every time. You look at it, but mm-hmm. uh you know, most of the ones have been pretty nice. You know, you do the meet and greet thing and they take the photo you're doing it at the moment. I mean, you know, there's something you see the, I guess you see it firsthand. You see the joy in people's faces that yes, not, yes. not only your music brings you, but you know they have found some kind of deep connection with a lyric or a song or something where you have you, you've never met the people in your life. I've I've got me- you probably have many records like this as well where you don't know this person, but they have been your best friend in some of the darkest yeah. moments of your life. And you are meeting that sure, person yeah. and you get that chance to say, hey, man, when I was at my lowest, you were there for me. You were my friend. And there's something about that that goes beyond the physical as an emotional connection that I think that maybe that when it's, it's, it's a validation of that, when it's like you're getting something signed or that photo, that that person is going to look back on that And still feel that connection and that validation that that moment in time where they were feeling really low meant something.
0: And I thank you so much for saying this. You know why? Because I already feel this very strongly. You know, I feel like we have people crying at the shows, you know, like Mm -hmm. literally, you know, you see the tears. We had that yesterday. People, you know, like feeling all the emotions Mm -hmm. and connecting this now with that. Gesture of signing the record and what you just said. Oh, you've been there. So, so, yeah. Now, you know, it gives new meaning to that action. You no, know? it solidifies the connection. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but nice explanation you gave. Yeah.
1: In my backwards Australian accent, I got there. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think we figured it out. I think we have we've yeah. broken it down and figured out the meaning behind it all. And I think that's a very, very special thing, and I think it is a special thing for you and what you're going through with that connection to your fan base. And it's going to keep growing, and that is a really, really special thing, especially going out into the big wide world. I mean, have you? Well, you haven't come to Australia yet, but have you hit the? You've hit America and South America yet?
0: We, we've done uh, Mexico. Yep, that was crazy because you know people were so passionate Mm. Uh, we found people in the latin countries very often like the same in spain um, we found people that are as connected to music as we are so it means to me music was everything and it's pretty rare in a rich country i would say in switzerland you know people have so much money why do they need music anymore you know that's the feeling i always had it's like music is uh, just another distraction you know You've got Netflix, you've got your sport, your following and stuff. And music is one of them or accompanying. That's also the modern way of, of consuming music is uh, you have workout music. You have music for watching cat videos. You have music for everything. But for me, it was always more than that. And when I was in school, I, I never found people who were uh, like this, mm. but feeling it like this and going to Mexico. I saw entire crowds where it meant something so important, so deep. And that that's maybe something uh, that reassured us. Oh, music is important. One guy in Switzerland told us, and that, that says a lot. He said, my motto is always music doesn't matter. And it's a musician who says that, you know? And he says, music doesn't matter. Don't take it too seriously. And I was like, man, makes sense for him, I know, but for me, not at all. Yeah. And traveling and seeing that there are other people and parts of the world where music is very important, it's uh, yeah, then it really um, justifies you touring. Mm-hmm. You're actually bringing something to people who need it, and yes, so. I don't know how it is in the US. I heard there is also passion. We we're gonna play in New York in in February for the first time. It's gonna be a small showcase festival. Uh, I don't know how it's in Australia. I'm I'm thrilled to to find out. Uh, but Europe? Have you toured Europe? Have you been to Europe?
1: No, I've never. You know what, man? I've I've played around Australia, but I haven't. Toured or anything, or even gone outside the country, apart from a cruise ship on my honeymoon, I've never left the country. It's uh it's one of those things, man, where and, I and dream. I of... haven't.
0: Uh, it will happen one day if you want it. <laughs> my That's question: sad. What yeah. does it mean touring Australia? I mean, you know, there's like five big cities, yeah. or let's say ten. The distances are. Unimaginable for us, Europeans yes. who can travel from from Köln to, to Düsseldorf okay. in one hour and you find an, uh, a huge city and then you travel two hours and you're in Amsterdam, three hours and you're in Paris and it's, you know, it's very easy to tour Europe. Actually, I think every musician wants to tour Germany. Germany is the best country you can tour, I think, in the world. I think everybody wants to tour Germany because it's an enormous country. Yeah. Very good autobahn, so the highway is amazing you there is no speed limitation and the venues they welcome you you have you always have catering uh, dinner, breakfast, hotel they they've been doing it. It's like the country of touring, you know uh, there's a scene, everything the venues are great, the sound system is great, so it's made for touring. How is touring Australia? where it's the opposite in terms of geographical,
1: uh, mate possibilities. It's it's a long fucking way between everything. (laughs) I'll tell (laughs) you when you get down here, man, you realize you're like, I'm so sick of planes. Um, you can't just look between Brisbane and the gold coast. Um, if you play the gold coast, you'll probably play Mo's Mo's Moses. Hey, shout out to Mo's. Mo's desert clubhouse is amazing. That's, They, they do everything from psych to stoner to death metal. It's, it's, it's a good time, but you can go from there to there in an hour or or hour and a half. The rest of it, man, you're looking at like, I think it's like eight to 10 hours to Sydney. And then it's, it's very spaced out, man, unless you do regional stuff. But if you're coming down, you wouldn't be doing heaps of regional stuff. You'd be hitting like Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, um maybe Perth, no one really goes that far, but they're sort of the main ones you that you, you hit, and they're pretty far away. So it's pretty it can be bands, it can be a bit grueling because they've got to play the show, get up early, hit that flight, go to the next city, go to the thing. It depends on how much time you're gonna you're planning on being down here. Have you got sort of an idea? Are you gonna make a, a trip out of it? Or are you gonna make like okay, we're gonna go down for a week. <laughs> and try and experience. Uh, I
0: think it's going to be like uh, two weekends.
1: Yeah. Okay, For it's two weekends. Depends how many dates. Do you know how many dates have, has have they gone? Is it? I think it's
0: six altogether, three and three.
1: Okay. Hey man, you'll get you'll get to see a fair bit of our country. Did that sort of answer the question? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You've just of got course. to see it for yourself, dude. You gotta just come down and be like, ah, yeah, see, yeah. looking forward to that. Looking you. forward to it. Looking forward to that. Get some cool. Aussie beers India.
0: Yeah. Which are very expensive, I heard, right? Everything's expensive. <laughs> everything. Yeah. But that's all right. Well look, man, all you have to from, do. We are from Switzerland. We're from Switzerland. I'm not I'm not sure how more expensive you can be, but actually I think Tobacco and stuff is way more expensive in Australia.
1: Yeah. But all you have to say is I'm from Switzerland and people will go, oh, mate, I'll buy you a beer. There you go. Uh, you sort it out and you have to go, oh, i got to. Yeah. But, you know, it's going to be a good time, man. I really, really hope yeah. to see you. Maybe, maybe, hopefully. Yeah. It be a good time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. All right. Yeah, we stay connected.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it would be a good time, man. Um, I was going to say about the album. We, we need to talk yes. about the album and I want to ask you yes. was uh, obviously it is a different direction. It is a bit mellow. What sort of influenced that this time?
0: It was just a very natural process. Uh, you know, the pandemic has been a great time for us. Yeah. Uh, musically and creatively before that, we were touring kind of aimlessly, you know, around Europe, releasing albums and didn't know how to build a career consistently. So COVID kicked in. We recorded a live album, Live Alerts. Mm-hmm. And that actually was a very important album to record because we had kind of conceptual albums and we had a lot of energy on stage and both of them didn't connect. And the audience were like, why don't we find that live energy you have on the albums? They were always, you know, very layered and stuff. And then we recorded this live alert and it brought um, a a whole bunch of new fans because finally they could see us play. So everything we've developed for all those years, people could actually see it. And during the COVID time, there was nothing else to watch. So we really had the perfect time. And it was an album uh, where we coped with the frustration of having to. Uh, we I think we canceled like hundred shows. Man. After that, we released we recorded straight after that DSM three. It was an album where we expressed the anger, the the energy we had. We had to release. We recorded it. Didn't release it yet because we was we just released the live album. And straight after that, we recorded Dreaming Dystopia. And that was the album where we saw the light, kind of, you know, like dreaming in dystopia, meaning no matter how dark things are are around you, with music, you can still be dreaming, you can still find a way. And even if the lyrics are dark, the music is reaching for the light. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I think, yeah, it's really this, uh, it's a logical. You know um, um three albums. the three albums are logical in in the way they come one after the other so the live album the DSM3 very energetic very angry and the dreaming dystopia um more dreamy more uh, uh positive full of hope I'd say
1: absolutely it's and uh, do you think the next album's gonna be a return to the the heavy stuff or do you, have do you got an idea of where the direction is going to go
0: well actually very logically yes because we are playing a lot on on stage right now and we have a lot of songs we're playing and you know, are playing the backstages and we are playing very energetically so logically the next album we're already recording once we get a day off we record when we can so logically it's easier to record that type of stuff you know you just get in in, in there and try to smash it so yeah the next album's going to be a rock album for sure
1: yeah oh that's awesome man hey but uh looks like zoom's going to kick us off in a sec <laughs> yeah yeah despite the technical difficulties and the storm and whatever's going on brother thank you so much for hanging out on the show we'll have all the links down here and on the website Cool. See you soon.
0: Really nice getting to meet you. Hopefully we'll see you see each other in Australia when we come 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 down there.
1: Yeah, man. Let's do it. Let's have a beer.